Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Welcome back to the program. Always great to have so many of your calls and your texts coming through. We'll head back to your calls on the open line brought to us by Werribee Kia very shortly. So put that number in your phone and we'll get straight back to you. one 736 736 But Justin Longmuir has been good enough to join me. Fremantle coach. Dockers are flying. Big game against Carlton. Under the roof. Marvel Stadium. Can't wait. And I'm sure Justin can't wait either. Welcome to you, Justin. Great to have you on the program again. No worries, Dwayne. Pretty big game, and uh, I think everyone's excited for it. It's another nice test for you. Yeah, it is. It's a great, great test. Um, it's a good one to come off the bye with. Um, playing one of the yeah best teams in the comp at their home ground, which they play really well. So yeah, we've been uh, we've had a pretty good week of prep, and yeah, we're ready to go. And bye week, do some of your players just go flat out and keep training, or do some want to have the week off? What do you want them to do? What do you allow them to do? Uh, no, like most of them that have played and had a good good continuity to get away and refresh, um, you know, which always comes with a little bit of risk, but I think they need it just to get away from the footy club and get away from footy for just a little bit. So we, we like to give our players uh, time off early in the early in the buy, so we gave them four or five days off and we got them back over the weekend and tried to make this week as... as um, con- yeah, it's similar to a normal week leading into a game. There was a few guys that, um, yeah, needed to keep training. So, you know, Fife probably kept training through and tried to get that continuity. Um, and then we had a lot of guys playing at Peel, our, our reserve side. So um, those guys kept on training through as well. So they'll get a buy in a couple of weeks when Peel have a buy. Unfortunately, any... that didn't align. But, yeah, mostly... Yeah. yeah, go, mate. Yeah, I was going to say, any rules about the buy? Did you... Well, you know where this question's going. I won't ask you specifically, but did you ask your players not to go overseas or were there any specific rules? No, no specific rules. Um, yeah, we we back them in to behave the way we want them to behave. Um, you know, we had the indiscretion with Michael Fredericks a couple of weeks ago, so it was a good tune-up for the rest of the group. Um, and largely our, our guys just got away and um, yeah, stayed within WA, most of them. Um, a few of the... Uh, Victorian guys got back to Melbourne for a few days um, to see family, which yeah we we um, we ticked off and have no issues with. Let me take you back to where you were going. Your twos did pretty well last week. You had Erasmus getting plenty of it. Hughes, Croden, you got Liam Henry there as well. You probably I think you have admitted you're bringing back Michael Frederick, so he comes back in. You had and Matt Tabner obviously kicking a couple of goals. So uh, what have you done with selection? Yeah, uh, won't disclose anything. Well, we, yeah, that was a really impressive game at Peel. It was our best game of the year and most complete game of the year. And you know, on the back of good team performances, a lot of individual um, performances as well. So, um, you know, Hughes will, will remain inside. He he uh, he he probably had a 
a week off a, a few weeks ago, so we decided to keep him going, and um, he, he went back and played really well. Um, and, yeah, Tabs is obviously going to come under consideration. He, um, well, we clearly see him in our, in our best team. It's just a matter of when that happens. Uh, and, you know, he's been in and out of a fair bit this year, so we want to get continuity with him. And, yeah, a couple of our young mids really put their hand up in Erasmus and Johnson um, last week, and their form is... Is really exciting for the future. So yeah, it was a, yeah, it was probably a really complete performance by Peel. So yeah, selection's been interesting this week. How do you decide? When do you decide on Matt Taberner? Um, I will decide today at around five thirty or six thirty, whenever yeah. the team needs to be launched. He, um, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's been out of the side since the Melbourne game. And uh, had that back injury, and we, yeah, we we think he's over that back injury now. So um, yeah, he's really close to really close to coming back into the side. And um, yeah, like I've said all along, it's it's not really about um, whether he's in our best team or not. It's just about getting in continuity and making sure that when he comes back in, he's he's ready to go and ready to put a good block together. Is there any part of it that's about stretching Carlton's weakness down back? Oh yeah. That definitely comes into consideration, um, absolutely. So, um, you know, we want to we want to give ourselves the best chance of winning, and you know they've obviously got the issues down back, but we just need to make sure we get have a good balanced forward line. Um, you know, that gives us a good uh, good ability to to remain consistent down there. It's been a bit of a revolving door our, our forward line with injuries, and now we've lost Smithkowski as well for a longer period of time. We really want to get some continuity. Um, with our forward line so they can you know, learn to work together and um, you know, defend and attack in the right manner. When you prep Carlton, we heard Michael Voss complain about all their parameters have been down the last couple of weeks, so no wonder they got beaten. So do you prep on Carlton's good performances to work out where they're firing when they fire, or do you look at where they haven't been able to perform in the last couple of weeks and try and exploit that even more? Oh, it's, a mix of, it's a mix of both. But um, yeah, some of the some of the stuff they've been down on, you can't you can't really control. That's probably in their hands. So we we prepare our players for their be- their best. And I think coming off the bye, you really need to make sure that players are expecting you know Carlton's best. And we get our arousal levels up to a, um, a level that allows us to compete um, with their best. And I think their game, well, one of their strengths in the game. Definitely is is a contest. I think they're the number one contested ball team in the comp, and, and when they're going, that really um, fills their forward half game and their scoring. So yeah, we need to be up up in the contest, and yeah, we've prepped our players for that, um, and you know, prepped our, prepped our players for them at any Oh, Marvel, sorry. Um, mm. I think they've won all four games there, and they've kicked over 100 points each game they've played there. So yeah, we're going to have to be at our best defensively as well as in the contest. So how do you do that? Do you match them player for or number for number at the source to try and win it at the source, or do you? How, when do you decide to put a guy behind the ball and use your spare there? Um, yeah, well, our go-to probably this year has been to to match around the source to give our mids best opportunity. We feel yeah, we feel even numbered around the contest. Yeah, we're a really good team, and it's not probably. All about stoppage. Even though Carlton are a really good stoppage side, their their, their post stoppage um, contest work is is really good. They're really good at winning um, contests, fall to the ball, and, and obviously got those two tools who can take you know strong contested marks. So um, you know it's probably an all around the, the ground thing. 
and um, yeah, making sure that making sure that we win those isolated contests, you know, behind stoppage and in front of stoppage to be able to you know, deny field position and retain field position. You'll get an invite to throw in some names for the All Australians team at some stage. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw is obviously having a, uh, an amazing year. Caleb Sarong. It's a bit unfortunate for Sam Swikowski. He might have been a contender as well, but you've, you've had a couple that are in that kind of realm, haven't you? Would you like to name a couple of names? I think we've had a number of players that have had really good seasons. Um, I, I think this has it's been a really hard process or a difficult process for us on the back of it's been so even. Um, I think we've, we haven't relied on um, you know, individuals to, to get us wins. I think we've, we've been a really even um, yeah, consistent team across the board. But you know, I think Alex, Alex Pierce has had a fantastic year as well. Uh, he's been able to negate some of the best um, key forwards in the comp. Will Brody's had a really good year. Um, as you said, Caleb Strong, in, especially the last month, has taken his game to another level. Um, you know, Rory Lobb's done a really good job as that second second ruck, but also giving us a strong contest down forward, and he's probably been the, the consistent pillar in our forward line this year. As I said before, we've had a bit of a rotating door with injuries down there. So, um, yeah, he's been, the, he's been the, the, the consistent player down forward that's been able to give us the contest, hit the scoreboard, and join in at ground level. So, um, yeah, oh, those individual accolades are, are good, and our players deserve them at the end of the year. But... I think we've done it more as, as a team than, than individually. What's the secret? Rory Lobb's been a, you know, one really good week in four. Maybe play, you've made him, helped him become consistent. How has Rory Lobb become the player that we all, and you wanted him to become? Uh, I think it comes back to the work he's, he's done during the, during the pre-season on the back of last year. Uh, and week in, week out, he... Um, um, has really just focused on the things he can control, and, and that comes down to you know being being the most competitive player he can be, um, and competing in all in in every contest he's in. And if he gets that right and gets himself to another contest with his work work rate, um, he'll have an impact. So he's been out, he's been show, he's shown an amazing ability to train that over the preseason. Um, and even doesn't matter how sore he is during the week, he still trains that competitive aspect of his of his game and. I think we're starting. We're, we're we're seeing that week in, week out with his performances. He's just competing really well for us. And if he doesn't mark it, he's letting it, letting the ball land in a really predictable area for our smalls. Couple of quick ones: the evolution, season evolution, and Nat Fife. So he plays last week against Hawthorne, gets it 22 times. Um, can you give us a rough idea what he's going to be evolved to in the next month? Is it more midfield time? Do you think he'll be a pinch hit forward? Everybody's wanting to know what. Nat Fife's going to look like come September. I think it'll change and a little bit be a little bit horses for courses for who we play, how the game's going. But it's pretty happy with his split last week, Dwayne. Um, and I was really happy with the, the, the statistics in his game. I think he can tidy up a few little things. There's a little bit of rust on his touch and handball and his ability to um, deal with contact. But that was expected. Um, yeah, and he played probably 50-50. Sometimes that's going to be a little bit more mid. Sometimes that's going to be a little bit more forward, depending on what the game is telling us and how he's feeling. So, um, yeah, we'll continue to work on that. Um, but I think largely it's going to be a game-by-game thing as to the game time he plays in, in each area. Does that mean he will play a little bit more forward? Because if you're going to stretch Carlton's back line, having Fife down there as you extra guy that you have to watch is going to make your forward line even more dangerous. 
Yeah, absolutely. You just got to make sure we're getting it there first. So um, if we're getting it there enough um, and we're not capitalising, well, then we'll, we'll probably play in forward a little bit more. But, yeah, we're not getting it done around the contest. And as I said, Carlton are a really good contested team. We might play in there so we can get a bit of that field position first. So those sorts of things. You go into a, you go into a game with a plan, but those things can change pretty quickly. Is David Mundy's future an October question or do you just let that ride and see where you're at then? I think you know, I think we've got to let it ride. But, um, yeah, if he's willing to go on again and um, he's in the form he's in at the moment, you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have him around. He's been a, he's been a great, um, great of our club and you know, he continues to be really invested and um, he continues to... Um, you know, help us as coaches and, and guide our younger players. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it comes, but, yeah, he's still tracking really well. And the obvious Luke Jackson question, you're going to get asked this a bit, Justin, you're probably sick of it already, but uh, uh, are you interested? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I just I don't really want to get caught up in commentating on individuals. Um, and I don't think that's the position of a senior coach to be talking about individuals at other clubs. I mean, we've got a list management committee that you know sit around and talk about you know a lot of different players, and I'm sure we'll do about do that with Luke at some stage. But I don't I don't think it's um, up to coaches to be you know talking about players that are on other lists. But it probably goes without saying that if he's available, um, you would be one of those clubs who are interested if he's available. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I just you get drawn into commenting. You just get asked question after question and. You get asked about him in a different way, so I'd rather just stay out of that. Yeah, fair call. Uh, that's why I asked you two different questions in two different ways. Uh, you're too good for me, Justin, uh, but you're going to get asked. I suppose the beauty of it is the later in the season you get asked, the more annoying it's going to be, but it means he's available. So uh, yeah, good luck with that one. Uh, but you, yeah, look, I gave you the half volley and you put me over the fence for six. Always great to have a chat to you, though, Justin. You know how much I love chatting, so I really appreciate your time. Good on you, Dwayne. Justin Longmuir joining us, Fremantle coach. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.